3: NBC delays the start of this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Early returns from the important Democratic presidential primary in Florida give Senator Richard Russell a slim lead over Senator Kieferhofer. The figures Russell 5,666, Kieferhofer 4,830. That's with only 5% of the vote counted. Stay tuned to your NBC station for the later news. The Pet Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Sibber McGee, and Molly with Bill Thompson, Arthur Q. Bryan, Gil Stratton, Jr., Gloria McMillan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto, with music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. (laughs)
1: Last
3: Sunday was a big day in the life of Charles and Ethel Collins of New York for the famous Collins quadruplets were three years old that day. And what a happy birthday. There they all were, just as happy and vigorous as any three-year-olds you ever saw. The very same youngsters who, at birth, were so tiny and delicate, everyone wondered whether they would live at all. It would do your heart good to see the difference those three years have made, to see how the Collins babies have grown and thrived on their feedings of pet-evaporated milk. Almost from the day of their birth, They've had the nutritional benefits of safe, easy-to-digest pet milk. And their steady growth, their strong, straight limbs and sound teeth are evidence that they could have had no better milk. We who are associated with Pet Milk Company are very glad and proud to have had some part in the happy birthday of the Collins Quadruplets. Today is a perfect day for a picnic out at Dugan's Lake. The white clouds are drifting, the green trees are rustling, the blue waters are gleaming, and the black ants are waiting for Fibber McGee and Molly.
4: Well, I think the lunch is about ready to pack now, dearie. Good. Let's see. The deviled eggs, angel food cake, peanut butter sandwiches. Don't
0: forget the coffee, kiddo. Nothing like a big mug full of hot coffee to wash down the sandwich. And speaking of a big mug full of hot coffee, is Doc Gamble going with us?
4: Well, he hopes to, yes.
0: Well, then you better make three extra sandwiches. I made them. I ate them. I saw you. Oh.
4: So I made them again. Oh, good. Now you leave the lunch alone, lover. There'll be seven of us on this picnic, Okay, I'll
0: finish packing my own stuff here. Now, let me see. I got my ball and glove, so we can play a little baseball. My Boy Scout axe, in case we get lost in the woods.
4: Lost? If you got lost, what would you do with a Boy Scout axe?
0: (laughs) Why, I'd just axe a Boy Scout which way the lake is. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this? Won't you get it, Molly? Scout axe, axe a scout. Ain't funny, Miggy. Okay, I'll leave it. At <laughs> I got a few books here in case I get tired exercising and books. There. Mm-hmm.
4: What are you taking? The care and feeding of Charlie horses? Because <laughs> when you play
1: ball <laughs> well, you just... Know.
0: just taking a few old favorites. I'm taking the Rover boys in Alcatraz. <laughs> Tom Swift and his radium pants buttons. <laughs> the Bobsey twins meet Frankenstein. <laughs> And a book I started reading when I was a kid and never finished. Always wondered how it came out.
4: What's the name of it?
0: Goldilocks.
4: Well, she escaped from the three bears.
0: Oh, Dad it. now you spoiled it for me. (laughs)
4: Well,
0: I got plenty without it. I'm taking my pitch pipe too, so that we can get together and harmonize.
4: Oh, that'll be nice. That'll be mighty nice. Yes, I remember one of our last picnics when we all sat beside the lake and sang the old song.
0: Yeah, all but your Uncle Dennis. Well, we found coming through the rye, he was going through the bourbon.
4: (laughs) Well, poor Uncle Dennis, he was feeling sort of low that day. Yeah, not
0: when we got back home, he wasn't.
4: (laughs) Now, now, McGee, you stop picking on Uncle Dennis.
0: Boy, have you seen my swimming trunks around anywhere? I may try for a new speed record out there today.
4: See Oh, yep. well, let's face the fact, you're not a
0: very bad woman. Oh, no, it might interest you to learn, my
3: dear, but I was a sensation last week in the pool at the Elks club. You hear me? I got going so fast I swam right out of my <laughs> I was really having. A... Well, good morning, Dr. Gamble.
1: Good
3: morning,
4: my dear.
1: how are
0: you, feeble face? <laughs> Raring to go, Jiggle Middle. <laughs> you gonna be with us or do we get a break? I'll be with you both as a friend and to fine. Ready to pluck your carcass when you fall into a bramble bush, or to empty
4: you neatly when you
0: try to swallow Dugan's lake. <laughs> How soon do we leave, Molly? Oh, in about
4: an hour. Young Ed from the drugstore and Debbie Lynn are going with us. Yeah, and Harlow Wilcox and Wallace nipples.
0: Oh,
1: fine.
0: I'll have time for one last call I have to make. There was an addition to the Carr family last night, George Gamble, a and I promised to drop by this morning. My gosh. Mrs. Carr have another one? Yep. There's now a train of 15 little
1: cars.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I feel sure this wasn't the caboose.
4: My goodness, she must have worn her fingers to the bone for those children just counting them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Must be tough to keep track of them. How do they know when when they're all at home? Well, it worked out a very simple system. When it's time for school to let out, they open the front door. And when the house is full of children, they close and lock it. Pretty shrewd. Well, the other women in the neighborhood take advantage of them. Is that so? Yes, they encourage their kids to sneak in with a little card.
1: Oh.
0: And they go over and claim them after they've been fed and bathed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, does Mr. feel
4: like the proud father?
0: Well, he's getting used to it. Yeah, I imagine At he first he handed out cigars every time a child was born. Mm-hmm. Now he just keeps a barrel of tobacco on the front porch and his friends come by and roll their own. <laughs>
4: Doctor, what is the new
0: baby, a boy or girl? Ah, it's a husky nine-pound boy. Should turn out to be a great man if he lives up to his name. What did they call him? Well, there was quite an argument about it. Mr. Carr is a Republican and his wife is a Democrat, Mm -hmm. so they finally compromised.
4: (laughs) Compromised?
0: Yes, they named the baby (laughs) Eisenforfer. Wait for me, I'll hurry back. Come on now. Well, in the meantime, i got to find my swimming trunks. I've looked everywhere for those trunks. Oh, I know where they are. Where? They're
4: right here in the hall closet. No, McGee, no, not the hall closet.
0: Gotta straighten out that closet one of these days. <laughs> down, boy.
1: down. Boy.
3: Billy Mills in the orchestra and the Blacksmith Blues.
4: Yeah, I wish we could get going. What's holding everybody up? Now, don't be impatient, dearie. We told them what time to be here, and it's only a quarter of.
0: <sighs> Seems more like half past. I think I'll call the weather bureau and see if it's clear out of Dugan's Lake. It should be. It's a beautiful day. Well, never hurts to make sure. <laughs> Hello? I want to speak to the weather bureau. Oh, is that you, Merce? Oh, yes, dear. How's every little thing, Merce? Down,
1: boy, down. <laughs> What's thing, Merce? Your kid brother. <laughs>
0: Broken back, eh?
4: Oh, the poor lad.
1: What happened?
0: Started the hitchhike to California yesterday with a buck in his pocket. (laughs) Mert says he's broken back already. (laughs) Well, thank you, Myrtle. Goodbye.
4: Flying busy
1: as usual? Yep.
0: What this town needs is thicker telephone wires so there'd be room for two calls at a time. If I had my way, I'd get the telephone. Uh Uh-oh, here's somebody.
4: Come in. Oh,
5: hello, Mr. Wimple. Oh, hi, Wimp. Hello, folks. I'm willing to go. Which way is the picnic? Well, we leave... We leave as soon as
1: the others get here, Mr. Wimple.
4: You're by yourself, are you?
5: Yes. I just came from the railroad station, Mrs. McGee. I just put her on the train to her
4: mother's.
0: Her? You mean... Yes.
5: Sweetie face, my big old wife.
1: Will you miss her, uh, Mr. Wimple?
5: Will I miss her? <laughs> I, I miss her like a... Well,
1: <laughs>
0: like a hole in the head?
5: No, thanks. Sir. I already have one, Mr. McGee.
0: <laughs>
5: oh, I'm really on the town today. It's
4: yeah. <laughs> I'm really living it up. <laughs> well, we should have a nice afternoon, Mr. Wimple. What have you got under your arm there? You didn't bring your lunch. Because no, this is my bird book, Mrs. McGee. Oh. <laughs>
5: I want to spend the afternoon out there catching up on my bird watching. I'd love to see a purple bunting out there today.
0: A purple bunting? Yes.
5: I'd like to give it a call and see if it would answer me. Oh? The last time I tried it, I was a complete failure.
0: The bird wouldn't talk, eh?
5: No, it was very embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I crept up close to a purple bunting and went, Tweedle, Tweedle, Tweedle. But it didn't answer me. I tried again. Peedle, peedle, peedle. Still,
0: nothing happened. Ever find out what was wrong?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it
5: was so silly, really. Yes. The call of the purple bunting is actually Poodle, Poodle, Toodle.
1: <laughs> I
5: tweedled, when I should have Poodled.
0: pretty careless, boy, but if I was you, Wimp, I wouldn't get too wrapped up in birds. Don't forget the story of what happened to a couple of early Americans in the Plymouth Rock days. They even started a proverb. I don't believe I know the story. Okay, I'll tell it to you. It was around Thanksgiving, see, and this fellow and his wife were outside their log cabin. She was stuffing a big turkey, had both arms in it up to her elbows, and he was picking cranberries off the bush. Then up came a bad Indian with a tomahawk, ready to scalp him.
4: My, what's the sense? <laughs>
0: Well, the wife could do nothing to protect herself on account of she had both hands stuck in the turkey, you see. But the fellow reached around under the cranberry bush, found a rock, slung it at the Indian, and knocked him cold. And that started a proverb? Yep. A hand in the bush is worth two in the bird. <laughs> Isn't
5: that interesting? You think so? Frankly, no. I didn't said that before. Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. <laughs>
1: hello, Mr.
4: Wilcox. Oh, hi, Junior. Hello, hello. Oh, hi,
1: Wallace.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you at first. Hey, how soon do we leave for Dugan's Lake?
4: Well, just as soon as little Debbie Lynn and young Ed Tatum show up. Yeah, and
0: good old Doc Gamble. Boy, I can't wait to get out there. Baseball, swimming, canoeing. What a day we're going to have. Uh, by the way, pal, are you taking some coffee? Two thermos jugs of it. And... Some pet milk? Half a dozen cans. Ah, what a day we're going to (laughs) have. Junior, I realize life don't mean much to you unless it's got pet milk poured on it, but try (laughs) to share our simple pleasures, too, eh, (laughs) Maybe we'll get up a ball game
3: out there. Wouldn't you like to hit a home run? No, pal, you hit the home run, I'll just sit there and think about it. Think about a home run? Yes, a home run properly with plenty of pet milk on hand for
1: coffee.
3: <laughs> oh. Ah, what a difference it makes in the taste of your coffee when you add the richness of pet evaporated milk. Oh, pet God. to give it that creamy color. Pet uh, to give it that extra deliciousness. I'll smack the first pitch for at least a two-bagger. Uh, speaking of a two-bagger, pal, I've never known a man who didn't prefer his coffee with pet milk. They all appreciate that mellow, satisfying flavor that pet milk gives a steaming cup of coffee. What's what that got to do with the two-bagger? Well, when a man's wife serves him coffee with pet milk, he won't stop with one cup. He'll bag her for two. Oh. <laughs> Wilcox, you're out of the game.
5: <laughs> so am I, Harlow. I'm going into the woods with my big book.
3: Nature study, eh, Wallace? Yes. Yeah. Well, when you go into the woods, I'll fix you a container of coffee with pet milk to take along. Oh, you're very thoughtful. And I'll fix another container of coffee without pet. Coffee without pet? What's that for? (laughs) That's for the
1: birds.
4: (laughs) Come on, sit down, rest, Mr. Wilcox. You must be exhausted. Yes,
0: sir. He's worn to a frazzle. Come in.
4: Hello, everybody. Here we are.
0: All set for the picnic. It's Debbie and Ed.
4: Come in, children. Hi, kids.
0: Hello. Hi. How are you? Now all we need is Doc Gamble. And you've got him. Oh, I drove the kids over here in my car. Hi, fellas. Hi,
4: Doc. Hello, Doc.
0: Well, come on. What are we waiting for, McGee? I thought we were going on a picnic. Right. Let's
4: get out to the lake. No, no, you are. You are. You are. The
0: okay, you guys. Grab this stuff and let's pack it in the car. So I'll take the lunch hamper. I'll take the thermos, Joe. I'll take the folding chairs. I'll
5: take the napkins. Hey, that doesn't leave anything to me. What'll
0: I take? You just take a good tight hold on Debbie's hand. One of us handsome gents might steal her from you. (laughs) Oh, come on, come on. Let's get the cards back, Okay. Gee, I ought to be helping with something. Oh,
4: relax. Between those lads, they have 40 thumbs working on that job now, Ed. Well, how are things with you children? Are you getting any closer to the wedding bell? Well, you know, we set a quota for ourselves, Mrs. McGee. We decided that when we had $1,000 saved, we'd do it. I remember. We're getting closer to our quota every day. Saving money fast, are you?
0: No, we just cut down our quota every day.
4: <laughs> we
0: decided now we'll settle for 100 in the bank.
4: Well, good. How much more do you need? How much is $9.80 from 100 <laughs> Oh, dear. Well, I could give you the answer, but you wouldn't like it. Oh, gee, I get pretty
0: discouraged working at Kramer sometimes, Mrs. McGee. Gosh, for 12 hours a day, you work your brains out, and what have you got? No brains.
4: Oh, now, don't be self-conscious, Ed. Well, Mr. McGee and I got married. Oh, excuse me. 79 Whistler Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Dr. Gamble? He's outside right now, but... Oh, the hospital. Yes, yes, I'll tell him right away. Oh, dear. In trouble? They want Dr. Gamble... Well, i better go tell him gamble the hospital just called. Oh, no. Ah, oh, what do they want? They said tell you it's an emergency doctor.
1: Well, it always the is. The
4: nurse said just to tell you it's Mr. Wellington's
1: wart. Oh. <laughs>
0: wart? And that's an emergency? It is in this case, son. Wellington is the richest old grouch in the county. Yeah? Huh? If I can get that wart off his chin, I can get a new wing for the hospital. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, kids. No picnic for me today. Oh,
1: oh, Dad, well,
0: oh, being a doctor was my own idea. Yeah. I wouldn't listen to my mother. She wanted me to be a ballet dancer. <laughs> well,
4: we're you can't go with us, doctor.
0: Oh, come on, come on. Get that crate out of the driveway, wart snatcher. We're trying to go to a picnic here. Well,
4: uh, that's fun, kids.
0: Bring him in tomorrow, Molly. I'll treat his poison ivy free. Okay. <laughs>
1: So oh, so on, I I awesome. Well, I guess
0: we'll all have to go in our car. we are uh, pile in, everybody. Come on, we're off to Dugan's Lake. We've got
1: all...
4: Oh, just look at that lake, Debbie. Isn't it beautiful? Terrific. Yeah, this is a spot,
0: kid. Boy, what a day. Oh, oh
5: boy. Yeah. I'm going right over there and climb that big tree with the acorns on it. That elm tree.
0: That's oak, Wimp.
5: It's open to me, too.
4: ain't <laughs> <laughs> funny, McGee. I
0: didn't say it. I said it, Mrs. McGee. I didn't really cut him that time, and boy, I... Well, gonna... come on, come on. Let's get out the water and everybody grab a canoe. Well, oh, shouldn't
4: we unpack
5: the
0: car first? Oh, there's plenty of time for that.
3: Ah, just taste that air. That air? What, heart oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's cute, Mr. Wimple. Oh, yes, isn't he a card? Oh, I've got a million of
3: do encourage him, Debbie. Come
0: on. Here, Molly, how's this canoe for us? Looks good because... Hey, look at those four kids out there in the canoe. Don't they look like... Why, I believe it is, McGee. Who?
4: I don't know. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, give them a yell.
1: Yo! yoo I hear you
3: calling. yoo We've been waiting just for you. Oh, hello.
1: In my old canoe, there's always room for you. Terry will play the old ukulele, and as we glide along, we'll sing an old sweet song.
4: Isn't it lovely out here in the canoe, McGee?
0: Yeah. Swell day for a picnic, too. Sure wish old Doc could have come.
4: Yeah. It's a shame he got called at the last minute. This is fun, though. Remember the first time we ever went out in a canoe together,
0: huh? <laughs> oh, sure I do. On the Illinois River. There was a full moon.
4: Well, bless your heart. You do remember, don't
0: you? I'll never forget it. We were sitting in the back of the canoe, and I had one arm around your shoulders.
4: You were fresh.
0: With the other hand, I sneaked a fish line over the side of the canoe and snagged myself a 12 pound gar.
1: Boy, <laughs>
0: when I drug that fish into the canoe, you like to leap into the river. <laughs>
4: sweet romantic memory. Yeah.
0: The reason I remember it so vividly, is, uh, so vividly is because that was a county record that year for the largest gar caught from a canoe by a guy with one hand. Hey, Mr. And...
4: McGee, we've been clear around the lake. Yeah, good. Are you having fun, Mrs. McGee? Oh, yes, dear. We were just reminiscing. Yeah, I
0: was just thinking I wish Doc Gamble could have come with us, Ed. Oh, he's great. Yeah. We're having
4: a swell time, though. It's
0: kind of fun handling a canoe. You know something, Ed? I stole my first kiss from Molly in a canoe. You did? Mm-hmm. Boy, a guy can sure get awful wet that way.
4: <laughs> yes, and this guy certainly did. No,
0: I'll never forget it, Susie. It was the 10th day of July, 1908, at 8.30 p.m. on the Illinois River.
4: Say, that's right. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, gee, Ed, I hope you can remember important things like that when you're as old as Mr. McGee. I'll
0: write them down. Ah, oh, boy, it was a beautiful moonlight night. We were drifting along in a canoe past the brewery.
4: <laughs>
0: i remember it was exactly 8 30 because the brewery whistle blew for the swing shift and scared the daylights out of molly
4: oh now he kind of
0: clutched at me for a minute and i seen my chance so i leaned over and stole a kiss
4: <laughs>
0: were you excited mr McGee? excited boy i thought my head had blew up <laughs> colored lights flashed in my eyes pinwheels and skyrockets went off wow <laughs> all right pinwheels and skyrockets in your head huh no in the canoe we had half a boat full of fireworks from the week before, and I dropped a cubeb cigarette into them.
1: Gee,
4: it sounds like a fiery romance, all right. Well, he'd always thought of himself as being hotter than a firecracker, and he proved it. Hey,
0: did you kids see the other guys any place? They out on the lake? No, Mr. Wilcox is down there by the picnic tables with a pocket knife.
4: He was carving on a big tree for about an hour.
0: Cutting his initials, huh? Yes, sir. After he got through, we went over to see what he carved. Was a great big heart. Yeah, no kidding. What did it say in it? It said, Harlow loves pet. Whoever she is. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> I
0: guess we shouldn't have looked. Maybe he wants to keep it a secret.
4: <laughs> if that's a secret, we're all dead. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, don't worry about that, boy. It's fairly common knowledge. Well, hand me the paddle, Debbie. I'll breeze us around the lake again, honey.
4: All right, Ed. We'll see you up at the picnic table, huh? Okay. do no hurry, dear. Aren't they cute, McGee? Look at them. Yeah. Yeah. I sure wish old Doc was here. Ah, this is just wonderful, dearie. We should do this more often. Picnics are so much fun.
0: Yeah, there's only one thing missing. This picnic would be just perfect if good old Doc was here.
4: Well, personally, I don't miss him that much, dearie. Dr. Gamble is very nice, but I don't need him out here. Ah, the lake is just like glass, isn't it? Yeah. I'd like to just stay out here forever, you know that?
0: Yeah. Wish old Doc was here, though.
4: (laughs) You know something? You know what I wish, sweetheart? What? I wish we could go all the way back to that first kiss on the Illinois River and live it all over again the same way.
0: <laughs> well, that's a nice thing to say, Molly.
4: I'd like that, too. Good. And
0: you know what else I wish? What, dear? I wish good old Doc was here. <laughs> oh, Doc,
4: Doc, Doc. Is huh? that all you can think about good old Doc? What do you want Dr. Gamble here for?
0: Because I packed the lunch in his car.
3: I'll return in a moment. This seems to be the week for celebrating some very special birthdays. Last Sunday, it was the third birthday of the Collins Quadruplets of New York. And this coming Friday, the Casper Quadruplets of Passaic, New Jersey, will be 16. To look at them now, it's hard to believe that these sturdy, robust teenagers were so tiny and delicate at birth. No one was sure that all four could possibly survive. But a wise doctor knew that pet evaporated milk has what it takes to help even the most delicate babies grow strong and sturdy. And the Casper children were given pet milk just a few days after birth. And during the 16 years since then, they have continued to thrive on this favored form of milk. If you have a baby, ask your doctor about his formula for using pet evaporated milk. And give your child the nutritional benefits of safe, easy to digest pet milk through all his growing years.
4: And I can scratch up some supper, dearie. Okay. Did you get the hospital to ring them again? Oh,
0: they finally answered. Said Doc Gamble just left a few minutes ago. Is
4: he coming over here? Where'd he go?
0: Picnic. What? Said he took five nurses and headed for Dugan's Lake. <laughs> Moonlight picnic. Said Doc's furnishing the lunch.
4: Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs>
3: The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Even a mother who thinks she's a very good mother might be surprised to learn what her children think about her. That's what happens to Sally Carter in the dramatic Mother's Day story on Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor program next Saturday morning. Don't miss this revealing, true-to-life story. And don't miss Mary Lee Taylor's recipe of the week for Corned Beef and Cabbage. One of those easy one-dish dinners that husbands from coast to coast say is tops. Remember, Pet Milk's double-feature Mary Lee Taylor program comes to you next Saturday morning over NBC. Next, it's Eddie Cantor's show business show on NBC.